Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking all about Moon Knight. We'll also be talking about what's coming up on Disney Plus in April. Plus, we've got some reviews to be talking about, including Cheaper by the Dozen and More Than Robots and some other bits and pieces. And we've also got the Miss Marvel trailer. It's actually been a quite a little busy week. Um, so before we do any of that, just a quick bit of housekeeping. If you haven't already done so, make sure you do subscribe here on YouTube or on the audio platforms. You can also find us on social media and obviously bookmark um, what's on disneyplus.com to keep up with all the latest so let's jump into it so let's first talk about moon knight so this is coming up to disney plus on march the 30th and we're getting the first episodes with new episodes dropping weekly right through till may the 4th so good six weeks so i was lucky enough to be um, able to see the first four episodes um, i'm not going to get into any spoilers i can't go into anything like that or at all right now um and I'll be trying to stay away from spoilers depending on week to week what we're talking about. But also, not only did I get to see that, I also got invited up last minute to London where I took part in a premiere um, event where it was at the British Museum and it was amazing because I've never been to that museum before and it was all done up with blue lights like um, Disney Plus for all the... And I mean, it was... I'll be honest, I said to my wife, <laughs> I said like I fought like it was in the movie because it was like a proper thing with like people walking around with you know plates of food in in white tuxedos and offering you drinks and stuff never been i was like never been to one of my life <laughs> I, actually, I was like i was like am i in the right place this doesn't feel right but no it was it was it did feel very um just weird um you know we had the cast they were there as well and it wasn't just um oscar isaac we had ethan hawk we also had mo a lot of other um of the cast as well because at one point um, just before we started watching, because we watched just two episodes in this big theatre, um, like they got everyone to stand up. So there was like loads of cast there. So it's kind of weird watching the episodes with the cast. Um, and you're kind of looking at them like going, okay. <laughs> and it was like, okay, but it was great because it was like there was such an energy about watching it. And then so I think of, because I was like going, well, I've already seen these episodes. You know, am I going to get like bored? Because it's like, I don't tend to watch, especially not twice in a week. That's, I don't tend to do that with episodes. But watching it on a big screen with everybody and everyone just like laughing along. Because there's a lot of like, I would say British bits of humor and stuff. So I think, I don't know whether or not we, and being in London and it, the first episode being set in London, there was a lot of stuff that like the, the locals were connecting to. So definitely feel like that was something. But yeah, so it, it was great. I mean, also just being able to walk around where they had all this like big Egyptian um artifacts and stuff which was just was just great and um not only that but that's where they actually film the series as well so that was kind of quite interesting with like you're looking and like watching it back then in the theater of the of the museum and kind of thinking well that's there and like walking past the gift shop and where they're in it and you're like oh well, yeah that was literally over the toilets which is <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it was like really weird, and it was it was an amazing experience. And I can't thank Disney and Marvel enough for inviting me along because it just was it was great. I mean, I can't wait for everyone to see this series. Um, it's just really great. I really enjoyed it, I, and I'm I'm in that really like, and it sounds horrible to say, but it's like I've now got to wait like five to six weeks for episode five before I get it, and it left on a cliffhanger, and I'm like, what's happened? <laughs> it's like it's like I've got to wait. It's, and it's like, I don't know what's worse. Like, you guys have, like, have not seen it. Are like, I really want to watch it. It's like, yeah, but I, I'm ready to go. It's like like stopping a movie, like, midway. And go, right, okay, yeah, you've got to wait. Wait a bit. So I'm I'm really, I can't wait for episode five when I could, and episode six so I can finish off the series. I loved it. It's great. 
Yeah, the uh, the torture of getting advanced copies. I <laughs> I don't know anything about no, that in regards to shows. I, I know I, I know I just shouldn't complain, but it really was that kind of thing of like because I was talking to somebody uh, at the event, I was just like. I want to know what happens. So that, that's, but that's good. To me, that's like, you know, if you've watched the first four episodes and you are desperate to watch the next episode, that shows that you, you are completely in on it. Um, I'll be honest, if had I not liked the series, I wouldn't have gone up to that <laughs> because it would just be like, uh, you know, because like, it was a, a six-hour round trip kind of thing. So it's like, and I was like, yeah, I'm there. I'm, I mean, I loved, I, I loved, you know, just kind of, it was just so weird, like, watching, you know, see, especially... Yeah, so seeing people on the stage and stuff, I just I just thought it was fantastic. So can't wait for everyone to start watching Moon Knight when it drops on March 30th. But like I said, I don't want to go into any spoilers or anything about the show or anything like that. But it's good. Right. Okay, so moving on from Moon Knight. Um, this past week, we also got the trailer for Miss Marvel. So this one broke on Monday. Um, so I'll let you talk, James. What did you think of that trailer? I enjoyed the trailer. Uh, it... It was very flashy. It was very uh, straightforward, really introduced uh, Kamala to, to people who maybe haven't read her stories or know anything mm. about her. Uh, it did look like they adjusted her powers a little bit, yeah. um, which was interesting. Uh, not a problem with that. We'll just wait to see what they're doing with it. And I guess the only, the only thing that bugged me at first, but I got fine with towards the end, was the uh, putting the speech bubbles in the comic styling on it. But that really does fit with Kamala. So it's like, eh, it looks a little silly, but it makes sense within this uh, series. So I, I don't know. I am looking forward to it quite a bit. And I saw a lot of positive buzz from, from people who normally aren't within the Disney sphere mm. on it. So, uh, it, you know, friends groups, things like that. Yeah. So. I mean, I'll be honest. I watched it and it was like, cool, this looks different. And I know it's a bit of a standing joke right now of like, you know, when every time something Marvel comes along and I know people <laughs> taking the mick out of me for saying it with Moon Knight, was like, yeah, it feels different. This one here, Miss Marvel, I, I, I'm only really familiar a little bit really because of recently like the Marvel's Avengers video game, which is the main um, character in it. Um, like I say, they've changed the characters a little bit in terms of the powers. They're more um, cosmic, um, less Mr. Stretchy. You know, we're not going for the Fantastic Four kind of Mr. Fantastic look. They they really kind of shifted up a little bit. Um, but I'm I'm fine with that. You know, they they change stuff for the movies all the time in TV series. Things sometimes work differently with visually of how things work. You know, I'm sure they did some some visual tests to work out and did some tests and work out like what looked good and maybe just didn't look very good the way that they were gonna do it, or they're saving I wouldn't necessarily say saving it for Mr. Fantastic. But that, if that's a movie, they might have a bigger budget for the special effects. And that's the other thing, trying to keep the special effects. And I also wonder how this interconnects with like the, the, uh, the Marvel movie coming up. Of you know, connect That might be an, an issue. But I'm fine with that. I thought it looked fun. I kind of felt a little bit like it was <laughs> a bit TikTok-y, you know, having the weekend song, which was a massive hit on um, TikTok. You know, the speech bubbles, it feeling very young and vibrant. You know, some people kind of saying, oh, this is like a, a Disney Channel show. I'm like, she's like a teenager. This is like, a, she's younger than Peter Parker in Spider-Man. This is, that's what she'd be like. Um, so I'm I'm actually looking forward to having something, again, fresh, different. I don't want all the Marvel series and movies feeling the same. I want her to feel like she's a teenager. And because, you know, you're only going to get this for a few years before, you know, she's grown up. Um, but I'm 
I'm really looking forward to seeing this one. And also, um, June the 8th. I mean, we kind of had an inkling because um, according to some road closures that we knew that um, the premiere was going to take place at the El Capitan Theatre. I think it was on the 6th of June. So we knew it was going to be pretty close to that. And, but we were like, well, they're going to hold it till July because of Obi-Wan. No, doesn't look like it. We're going to be getting Obi-Wan Kenobi and Miss Marvel at the same time, right through from June the 8th onwards for at least, I think about three, four weeks. We're going to be getting two big episodes. We're finding at that point, Disney's got enough to give us two episodes a week of two different shows, which is like, Everyone's like, they're not going to do it. They've never done it. It's like, yeah, they've never had it because they've never done enough content. We might actually get to a point where they've got enough stuff to do this with. Yeah, they had to stretch out the content because otherwise you'd get it all in May <laughs> and then you'd be done by by uh, July yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, a couple of thoughts on that. Like, I remember we we talked about um, uh, Doogie Kame Aloha yeah. and, and getting on that show for for ending each episode on like an Instagram or, or TikTok yeah. kind of thing and. It's like this is a different approach to it. This is very much ingrained into the character. Yeah. It makes sense. Whereas Kame Aloha, it felt like an artificial attempt to connect yeah. with younger audiences. No, th this is how Kamala is in the comics. That she would one hundred percent have uh, an Instagram uh, account where she just gushes about how great Captain Marvel is, or or her latest fan fiction with the Avengers, because that's that's who she is. Yeah. Uh, so. So yeah, it makes sense with her and the styling of it, the the comic bubbles, they make sense. Uh, and the one other thing I wanted to note was I was a bit worried about the character because she is a very bubbly, energetic, enthusiastic uh, mm -hmm. character, which you would have gotten from the game as well. You know, she she's yeah. very excited to be at the Avengers Day thing at the beginning of yeah. the game and then to join them later. And I was really worried that they would not be able to get an actress who could do that she is young and getting talented young actors is very difficult, but from the taste in the trailer, I think uh, this actress whose name is escaping me at the moment yeah. did a really good job with it. So I, my biggest concern was that, and that concern has kind of gone down quite a bit after having seen the trailer. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to, again, it's just like, cool. This is something fresh, something different. Um, fine. I'm, I'm all in, you know, it's that kind of thing of like Marvel will have, given me enough, you know, of everything we've seen from them in the past of like, well, they're going to deliver something. Um, I'm going to enjoy it. And if I don't like it, I don't like it. But I, I want to give it a go. I'm going in completely open. No kind of preconceived ideas to it. Um, it makes you younger. But that's not a bad thing, you know. Not everything within Marvel has to fit within the exact same, you know, we're at that point now where we've got different superheroes are going to appeal to different people. Um, you know, ultimately, there's always a good way as well of getting younger kids involved into uh these characters and kind of get them going you know i would you know we already know with some characters you know things like moon knight and daredevil are much less well known than spider-man you know or, or iron man but at one point iron man wasn't really that well known you know i think a lot of people now don't even like remember when iron man first came out everyone thought it was gonna be a flop because no one knew who iron man was I, I remember that distinctly. It's like, why are you starting with Iron Man? That's it, no one cares about Iron Man. And and then of course the contrary is like, why would you get Robert Downey Jr. to play Iron Man? That's that's like he's not yeah. a name actor. No one knows who he is. He hasn't been relevant for years at that point. And it worked out obviously really well because now we're here, yeah. uh, twenty years later, still talking about it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it 
it, you do say it skews younger. I get that impression too, but we don't want to be clear. We're talking no. like teenagers here. This isn't like Spider-Man and his like cartoon friends or yeah. the Marvel superheroes. No, 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 no. Remember, it's Spidey and his amazing friends. Oh, right. sorry, sorry. It was Spider-Man and his amazing friends. <laughs> I I legitimately couldn't remember what, what it was actually called. But yeah, we're not talking about like for six-year-olds. This is it, this no. is for for um teenagers and i'm sure it will skew a little bit uh, older too in terms of some of the jokes and mm. and references uh the question remains of course will we get any major cameos from mm. it because if you were going to do major cameos this is actually the one to do it in because she would just completely fangirl out uh, and it's also quite interesting because i feel like with um miss marvel is um because i'm gonna say it to my brother of like because my nephews are really into superheroes now um and they're watching generally the cartoons and stuff. And I'm like, and they're like, well, we've not really we've been watching the movies, but they've not been doing the series and stuff. And it's like, you know, yeah, this one might be a good one to kind of see how they how they you know a good sort of intro into the series. Cause you know, I think something like Loki or something like that is just and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, little ones aren't just aren't gonna be interested in it, you know, there's too much talking in it. But you know, this one might connect because they're a bit older, but Nevertheless, it's. I'm looking forward to. It. I thought. I thought the trailer looked great. It sold me on the idea of this being again something different, and that's what I want. You know, I want this to be part of the process of. I want Miss Marvel to feel different than than the other shows. You don't. You don't want them all to be exactly. Yeah, it might be great that you really like a series and you want them all to be like it. But in reality, Marvel's so big now; they need this. Otherwise, we're all going to get bored if everything's very similar. I, that's what they realized back with, I want to say, Captain America and the Winter Soldier uh, back in the day. Before that, there was very much a formula to the stories. And and people uh, were not happy with Iron Man 3 and Thor Dark World, which pretty much just stuck to the formula, didn't do anything new. And they're generally considered like the low point of that era of the MCU. And then Captain America Winter Soldier came along as like, no, you can do a, a political thriller mm -hmm. with this. And then Ant-Man came along and no, you can do a heist movie and Guardians of the Galaxy. You can just you can just do Star Wars. And yeah. and that was what made Marvel kind of survive the post Avengers era was that recognition. We can do whatever we want. The superhero genre is established. Now we can do the superhero plus John well, I think well, I think that's been I mean that's been coming up a little bit I think with some of the, like the the older old school directors that don't like anything Marvel because they've still got a very like 1980s 1990s view of what a superhero movie is and it's like well guys it's really kind of broadened out a lot since that you know they're all very different that just because they're a superhero doesn't mean that they are identical and I think you know we've all moved and I think that's us as viewers, we've kind of ex we've got used to this. We're getting used to different flavors, you know. It's it's like everything, you know. We want, you know, we want different different things. And Miss Marvel to me just looks great. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, this is this is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I think even DC starting to get in on the action of realizing, no, we can do superhero movies that aren't just superhero movies. Mm -hmm. So, which tells me that the genre really is just expanding past what people expected it to be well i think as well as like the comic books the comic books have done it for a long time but i think you know it's mainstream audiences and starting to wake up to the fact that not everything has to be batman losing his parents superman escaping krypton and spider-man getting bit by a spider there is there is more to that than them right let's now talk about what's coming up on disney plus in um april now 
I'm going to go through the US list first, and then um, we'll talk a little bit about some of the highlights coming to the UK. And then I, we, I'm going to talk a little bit about the US um, release schedule, which you'll understand why in a minute. So on April the 1st, you're going to be getting a brand new Disney Plus original movie, Better Nate Than Ever. Um, a really great musical, um, full review coming up. I think it's this week. Um, yeah, this is really good. This is a really good musical one. Um, then we're also getting Herbie Fully Loaded. So that one's leaving HBO. Then we're getting new episodes of Moonlight every week. So that, that's that's the main highlight. Plus, there's a few more episodes of the Proud Family Loud and Proud. And I think there's about three more episodes to come right through April. Um, on Friday, the April the 8th, we're getting Chasing Mavericks along with four ESPN documentaries. Um, and now it's important to note the actual four ESPN documentaries weren't in the original lineup, they got added the following day onto the list, which is something I'm going to put a pin in for later. Mm -hmm. Um, then on April the 13th, we're getting Scrap Tales, we're getting all six of these brand new shorts featuring Scrap from Ice Age, so I'm looking forward to that one. Um, on April the 20th, oh no, that's just Pride Family Moonlight, and then on April the 22nd, we're getting, it's Earth Day, so there's quite a lot of stuff dropping this day, so we're getting Polar Bear, which is a brand new Disney nature movie, then Bear Witness, which is a behind-the-scenes making of documentary of that film, which they've been doing for the last one, so I was expecting that one. We're getting Explorer, the last um, typo. I'm not quite sure if that's how you pronounce it. Um, this one's all about following um, the climber Alex from Free Solo as he climbs up a, a massive, great big thousand foot sheer cliff in the Amazon jungle. Um, so I'm looking, for, and Explorer is going to become, a, is, they're revitalizing this brand for Disney Plus. So that's, that's looking pretty interesting. I'm liking the look at that one. We're also getting the biggest, the biggest little farm, the return. So that's a follow-up to the National Geographic documentary. So that's going to be a little 30-minute special. And there's also going to be a series coming, I think, later this year. A brand new series was also announced this week, coming on April the 27th, which is Sketchbook, which is um, a documentary series where they take a look at the life and work of six artists. And they show us how to draw characters like Maribel from Encanto. You've also got some other ones in there. Looks a little bit interesting. Um, I always like doing the art stuff when I go to the theme parks. I always sit down there and do it. So I'm I'm quite happy. I'm quite. I saw that one. Yeah, that, that looks like a nice little filler thing. And it like that makes so much sense. Why they why they doing that one? I think it will depend a little bit on how advanced or how beginner friendly they're going to go with it. I know when you go to the parks, they make it super beginner friendly. You know. Mm. Uh, I mean, the last time I saw one of those was when like Hercules was about to come into the park. So that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but they sat down and like this this is how you do his face. And and they really broke it down so that an absolute beginner can do it. I think they took away the one in um Hollywood Studios. I they, think because last time we did it, we last time we were in a park, we were at um, Hong Kong Disneyland just before all the lockdowns and stuff. So we did it at that there. And we've always liked it. My wife loves doing it. Um, and it's just something now that we've, you know, we would look to do. We did it. I think we did it on the cruise as well, because it's, which is, it's just fun. We're awful at it, but you're just having a bit of fun with it, and it's, just, it's a nice little gimmick to do. Uh, but that was I, the US list, so that is it at the minute. That is it. That is, um, there's no library content other than a few, like two movies and some ESPN documentaries. There's no new stuff from the Disney Channel, no new stuff from National Geographic. Now, there was a lot of feedback to this. Um, when this news went out, and a lot of people really kind of going, there's nothing coming to Disney Plus. What's going on? Why is there nothing coming in? And I'm like, I get what this, what this list is the worst they've ever sent out for, in terms of content. Yeah, there's great originals in there, but that's all there was. There's no library content. 
And I was, it's a bit like, well, actually, if you look at it, the last three months that they've been sending out these, because um, they usually do it around the 15th of every month, they send out the, the list list. And so obviously we update it and we tell you guys everything that's coming. But they've been getting smaller and smaller. Every month this last, this year, this is the fourth one in a row now where we've gone, wow, that list's not very big. There's not a lot on it. There's not coming. And they keep adding to it. And they keep adding to it. And then they do some surprise drops. They then announce more stuff. They keep filling it out. And I'm going to be honest. I'm at a point now where I feel like they've actually, they're, they're, changed, they're shifting gears in terms of their marketing campaign and how they're handling this list. They're not treating it the same way they did like last year or the year before. It feels a little bit like this, just because that's how they've been doing it for, for like two years, doesn't, They've decided they, they, they're obviously shifting it up, mixing things around. There might be some other issues going on. But going off of what I've seen now over the last four months, this initial announcement mid-month of what's coming next month is changing. It's no longer the way it used to be. And I think we need to maybe look at it and go, right, they are announcing stuff. Because, I mean, I didn't even do a video yesterday. Because it's like, no, because there's, there's too much. There's, this, by the time this video goes out, it's going to be out of date. There's too, And literally... Yeah, blow me the next following morning, four new titles have been added to the list. And it was like, it didn't even last 24 hours before it'd been updated. And it's like, we haven't had an announcement of what they're doing with this general entertainment releases yet. Uh, maybe they're holding off to do that announcement at a later date, see how um, Daredevil and stuff went down. But this US list, uh, it's like, it just feels like they're just changing strategy of how they're letting people know. Because some streamers don't let you know everything until sometimes a day or two before the month's ready. Maybe there's some stuff going on backstage of what they're doing. But it feels to me like the strategy of how they are announcing this stuff is shifting rather than how it's always been. And, you know, they are, they are free to change how they do their strategy for release schedules. Um, just because this is how they've been doing it doesn't mean that they're going to be doing this for the rest of existence. It just feels to me like something's going on because we're in the fourth month of this now. And every month we've said, this is the worst list ever. And then we've had West Side Story, um, Daredevil. We've had Modern Family, The Wonder Years. We've had Free Guy. All this stuff was never included in the in the pre-announcements. It's like, nearly every one of their big titles is being held back for an, a later announcement. I think they've noticed that, um, with the exception of series, so you want to build up hype for Moon Knight, you want to build up hype for Miss Marvel. But when you're going to release either a movie or maybe not one of the super hype titles, you need to get the information as close to the release as yeah. possible so that people can like, oh, I saw I saw an ad for Free Guy on Disney Plus and they pop over and, and it's there rather than, oh no, it's coming a month and a half from now, at which yeah. point they will have forgotten about it. Yeah, I, I feel that there's definitely a shift and especially like you say, um, something that's coming out, say like now for end of March, well, we might have been talking about this back back in the middle of February. And like you say, it's a long time away and people have forgotten. It just feels like things have changed. The way they've been doing it is changing. Now, I'm gonna be, I'm not keen on this new system. <laughs> I'm quite, I was quite happy with the way it was. Um, but I can't help but feel like this, there's more to it than what we're looking at. And th this is a, just a shift in how they're announcing stuff. Now, we did have the UK list released just after it, which is standardized, and we got a lot of stuff. But even there, we've been getting sometimes some things get held back and then get announced, and that's quite common. But yeah, the US list is very strange. And I'll be, I'll, 
straight up like, yeah, that, and it, the trouble is it was gaining a lot of attention from people kind of going, is that it? Why am I paying my subscription? There's nothing on here. And I'm like, I agree with you guys. I completely think that this list does not look very good and there should be more on here. And I, you know, I do think they should be releasing a lot more stuff. But until they sort out this general entertainment stuff, I feel like they, in some ways, they've got to work out what they're doing with this and tell everyone because they, they, there's only so many more. I mean, I know a lot of people like, well, the library stuff and what they're doing, you know, it's like, yeah, they're, they're doing, there's got to be something. I can't believe that they've just like turned the taps off completely and go, no, yeah, in April, you're just getting this because it's like, no way, there's going to be a lot more to come. There, there will be announcements and we'll see, see stuff coming out. But like case in point, um, we talked about it last month during the list and I completely forgot that Cheaper by the Dozen was coming out this week. Like, because there was no recent announcement about it. There was no, nothing saying, oh yes, we've got Cheaper by the Dozen coming and it's coming on March uh, 16th or uh, 18th, yeah. whatever date it came out. Because it was on the list back in February. We talked about it at that time. And then I just like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, this. Is... And at first I was even like, oh, they put the the Steve Martin one back out? No, no, no. This is the new one. Like, well, I mean, they literally only held the premiere on Wednesday. Yeah, um, it, it, they they kept everything really much to. I mean, we yeah, the, like the review embargo was like Thursday afternoon. It was like pretty close to it, so there wasn't really a chance. And I think the trailers and stuff. Disney had obviously decided that they they knew that this movie was that movie was not gonna um, pull people in. I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit later on, but. Yeah, like you say, I, I do agree with you. That like that, it's just so long for the movie month. While we all like to know and we like to have all these schedules, the vast majority of people don't. You know, the vast majority of people aren't doing it, and we're kind of in the minority of going through these lists. But like other streaming services, sometimes don't announce this to lich like a day or two before the beginning of the month. Um, whereas I think in some ways. Yeah, it's it's just it's it is messy, and I completely understand this whole thing of the schedules are look. It's just like especially compared to the UK list, which dropped at the same time. I mean, I am not kidding. I mean, I'm I'm updating the articles and stuff all the time on these. So the US one dropped, and I've actually got to put three things on this list that I didn't know about yes, this morning. The UK one dropped in, and it took me four hours to do the article. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, it was, and that's the thing of like, that is a real, uh, uh, just like for my, like, you know, when you get to the end of the UK one, and my fingers are hurting because I'm... <laughs> Now, to be fair, though, of course, if you integrated the Hulu list into yeah. the Disney Plus list, it would be a lot longer yeah. as well. But, but yeah, since we are talking specifically Disney Plus, regardless of yeah. you know sub branding, yeah, it's like Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight documentary, Moon Knight, and versus, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead and uh, well, I mean, literally, I mean, there are days. There's uh, some days on the UK list which, I th in all honesty, you get we're getting more in one day than like the US list is for the whole month. Um, I mean, we're, we're you're talking like seven or eight movies, four or five series dropping a day. I'm um, just a few highlights. I might as well bring them up now. Um, so obviously, we're getting all the same stuff pretty much as the US is getting in terms of originals. We're also getting um, loads of new. Uh, Disney Channel and National Geographic stuff. Some big ones, including NCIS. We're getting all 18 seasons, plus the first new episodes from season 19 are going to be starting to drop weekly. We're going to be getting Bob's Burgers weekly, uh, uh, The Great North, Our Kind of People, The Resident, season five. There'll be new episodes dropping. I know my mom's really excited about um, NCIS. 
Um, getting movies like um, A Monster's Call, iRobot, Speed, and also a load of the Planet of the Apes movies. I mean, there's like five or six of them coming in. Also, like this is, a, and I think this is a really good thing of like about a half a dozen baby TV shows. Um, like, you know, real, like the exact opposite end. And I was just like, you know, trying to get in on all of that kind of like young content because we're getting like Ghost Force and Tots and Spidey and his amazing friends. Also getting some international originals like the um, Arrogant Angels, Anti Disturbos is coming in. Another big series dropping right from in April around the world on Disney Plus is the new Kardashian series, which gets I'm I'm not the the the, uh, the hate that that series gets. I, I want to watch it just because I want to find out what everyone's so upset about. Because <laughs> I think I've only ever watched like watched a little bit of it. Like, wow, people really hate this. It must be good. <laughs> it's, and granted, I've never seen one of their shows, but I guarantee you, it's one of those things where the internet makes it sound like it is the most hated thing alive but it's going to get crazy ratings when it actually drops. This is one that I think me and my wife, because we, I mean, we're currently addicted to Married at First Sight Australia. So this is going to be like one, I think on a Thursday, it'll just be me and my wife. This will be like, yeah, okay, darling, we have to watch the Kardashians. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> so, well, yeah. You you will talk about that. I yeah. will be skipping the Kardashians, but it, it is definitely uh, a very echo chamber view to yeah. think that nobody is going to be watching this. The, this is they this are is a very, huge very series. Popular. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm all up for it. I'm, I'm for a little bit of reality TV. It, it, again, it's a bit of a palate cleanser. Like, like to mix it up a little bit. Um, yeah, let's some, see if you yeah. say that after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh my god, it's great! I want to watch all the all the previous twenty seasons. Um, some other stuff coming, like Captive Audience. That's uh, a new documentary series that's also going to be on Hulu. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to see whichever ones. There's a, there's a few, like I said, there's quite a few European and international ones. Like they're really starting to rev up putting these on there, which I actually was thinking the other day of. It makes a lot of sense from the point of view of like they're not necessarily need to promote them, but if you're googling and it brings up, up or you're traveling or you speak, it's like why not just you know make them all available? You don't have to put them on the homepage if they're buried deep within it. Because I find that with, with movies, you'll find them like, say, like Speed is already available in one country. Well, you click on it on Google and then it goes, it's not available in your region. It's like, well, at some point, hopefully everything will be. So it will just make life a lot easier. Um, just trying to think here what other ones. We've got like The Passage, which that one's a really good series. I remember watching that on FX. Um, yeah, and I'm just trying to think. We've got This Is Us. We've got new episodes of that dropping right through. And just, just, just there is just a flood of National Geographic in like 20th. Um, it's just filling it out. And I think this is, again, that difference of some of these movies and shows are already available in other countries as the contracts are starting to line up. But again, it was just that kind of, like, wow, you guys. And then, of course, you're looking at the US list and going, well, come on, make your announcement regarding this general entertainment stuff. Get some stuff flowing. Get, you know, I know they wanted to get the, the Daredevil launch this week done. They had to get the parental controls in and they're going to have to see how the feedback is and slowly slowly catch a monkey kind of thing but it's like okay well you keep talking about it you've got this you've now enabled the parental controls we're going to need that kind of follow-up and now when we're going to get that announcement i don't know um hopefully it's pretty soon but yeah so it's it's, it's a very weird one really what what's coming up in april at the minute at the moment yeah there's that is a really impressive list, actually, for the UK, especially yeah. with the National Geographic stuff. There's a lot of series. I mean, 
it's mostly back catalog or the most recent season of long running stuff, but still it's content and it's a lot of it. And there's a lot of things on that list. I'm like, you know what, this would be a a fun kind of like chill on Sunday afternoon after all your housework is done or whatever. And just throw this on and watch it or even put it on while you're doing your housework. So you've got the the background noise. It's kind of been funny because I know there's been a lot of people talking about like March was like, Oh, there's not a lot. There's no big series on Disney plus, but like, I mean, you've had, we've had some, a lot of movies dropping this month. I mean, especially here um, internationally, um, because we've got like Nightmare Alley dropped this week, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. We've also got Death on the Nile coming up at the end of the month. And we've had um, Freshers dropped. We've also had um, West, West Side Story turning red, you know, cheaper by the dozen. It's like, well, actually, internationally, you're probably looking at about seven big, seven or eight big like movies, which like, can't dis- dispute that that's actually not a bad, bad lineup. I mean, Turning Red has been a talking point for a lot of people the last couple of weeks. It, it and Encanto, which obviously came out before March, uh, have just been these these buzz movies that people keep mentioning and have really been driving conversation. So yeah, yeah. It, it's just one movie in March. But it, it really has been generating a lot of uh, yeah. It's kind of funny things. with this whole thing because a lot of people have been like saying about the fact that well they should have put it. It's good. It was good. It should have gone out in cinemas, and they made they would have made some money with it. But on Disney Plus, they don't make any money, and it isn't really pulled anybody in. And I'm like, I mean, if like the engagement in these characters, um, it, when it hits Disney Plus for everybody, it just ex- you know you see it explode. I mean, I've seen it. The de- Turning Red definitely had a little bit of an, an interesting reaction, um, especially in our, our Facebook group and on t- social media. Um, it, it, it's got a lot of discussion about things, what's inappropriate, what isn't appropriate, or age groups to watch it, you know, sitting down and having discussions about like periods and stuff with kids. There has been, it's just been raging on all week because more and more people are watching it and people are hearing about it and wanting to watch it. And, you know, and it's, is a different kind of engagement from the adults that we saw with Encanto because Encanto was not, we didn't really have that, but ultimately again, it's just shown like, there's a lot of interest in this. There's, there's a lot of interest in these characters. A lot of people loving it. Um, yeah, no, it's good. I mean, I was in a Disney store. I was looking, I wanted to get this new, I got a, a, a jumbo pop of the Panda and it's, but it's not out yet. I keep looking on Amazon. I was in the Disney store and they had this big plush, it's like it's too big for the unit. <laughs> it was going to be squashed in. It was like I was like oh, I picked it up and was like it's, it's, it's going to get squashed in the box. Because <laughs> it's like yeah, we'd have had a big um, a turning red thing. So I'm, I'm waiting to get the pop. But um, yeah, well, one, I'm glad that they're putting merchandise out because it has been a Disney thing for yeah. the last several years to kind of wait to see if the movie is successful before yeah. really going in on the the merchandise, which is actually frankly kind of annoying. Uh, but also point to. Um, you know, people are saying this is, is this bringing in new people and you got to remember the bringing in new people isn't always the point sometimes the point is giving stuff to the people who are, are already subscribed so they stay subscribed yeah uh, and especially in the american market where we don't have star integrated into it uh you need this constant flow so that the churn rate which is people mm-hmm. subscribing and unsubscribing doesn't uh go up so yeah, this movie probably is not going to get people to, to directly subscribe. Some will, but not like huge numbers, not like, say, Moon Knight perhaps will. 
but it gives content for people who are already subscribed and things for them to to go oh no no my subscription is worth holding on to for another month and and so on yeah i think because this is a real big difference of i know this from like the international and especially like here in the uk of people saying about like unsubscribing and stuff and it's like like i was just i just look here now so say like this is literally like one week in april so we're getting um like Look, looking here, we're getting something brand new on the on the on the 18th. So we're getting like the the superstar series one and the Queen family, and up to now, up recently we've been getting the Walking Dead. So I've been watching that every Monday, and then on the Wednesday you're getting like Moonlight, Proud Family. Plus then you're getting um, I was looking here, we're getting NCIS, Resident, our kind of people, the Great North, Bob's Burgers, and Family Guy. Those are just new episodes. And then we're getting uh, on the following day, then you're getting the Kardashians and this is us. And then you're getting some original movies on the Friday. We're getting to the point where we're getting like three to four drops a week. And it's like, well, hold on, we're getting 10 new episodes of different series a week. That really does change that perspective of, oh, is there anything on Disney? Well, this, out of those 10 series, there's going to be something that you should like. In a very, very, you know, I mean, I still got a lot more to go in terms of variety. I think more from the drama side, from like ABC and FX and stuff. But something there, someone's gonna like, you know. And you know, you're not, and also you get to the point of like, I don't, you're not watching all of them because there's too many shows dropping. No, no, and yeah. and there's a very big different, a very different way of interacting with the app depending on where you're at. I normally only turn on Disney Plus on Wednesday and Friday at this point. Uh, I'm checking for the new releases. I mean, I already know what they are because I'm yeah. doing this. But uh, are there new releases on Wednesday? I'll check those out. Are there new releases on Friday? I'll check those out. But otherwise, the rest of the week, unless I'm engrossed in the middle of a, a back catalog run of yeah. uh, a title that I, I wanted to check out, I'm not loading up Disney Plus. Um, and Hulu is normally kind of the same at the moment. Uh, mm. Because I'm only going for the original content. I'm not going yeah. for the next day uh, television series, which is obviously a very different experience. But I'm only checking them like mm. once or twice a week at this point. But if we had that, them both merged and getting that amount of content, I'm, I would definitely be on these more often. Maybe yeah, I mean, it's like for me, it's like the multiple movies and stuff this week that I've watched. But also, I'm, I'm kind of I'm in the middle of a How I Met Your uh, Mother. Uh, binge watch at the minute i've i've played for about four seasons it's just it's something I'm, you put on in the background while you're working and it's just like it's just easy go and i've been finding that a lot and this is why those sitcoms are just constantly just rotating through because they're easy to you don't have to be watching them but yeah just just a real a real big difference in terms of what's coming um like i said that us list of what's coming 100 percent sure there'll be more to it there'll be some more big announcement stuff i think the original side is probably it um, but you know, we didn't know like with Daredevil when they put out the release, you know, none of those were included, and Agents of Shield were included when that was originally revealed back in February of what was going to be coming. West Side Story wasn't on, you know, there's a lot of things that they've they've released this month that weren't on that legend of list. Yeah, and you can also expect that this will happen more often because a lot of those long-term contracts that were signed mm -hmm. with HBO or or Warner. Um, and Netflix back in the day, a lot of those are are reaching their end point. Mm -hmm. More will be reaching in 2023 and 2024. But that kind of thing will be more frequent. And we can mm -hmm. probably expect they won't make the announcement until the contract is actually up. Yeah. It's kind of like a professional cur courtesy kind of deal. Um, so as those contracts expire, you can expect 
uh, snap announcements of up. Oh, it's leaving Netflix. Do, do, do. Okay, it'll be on Disney Plus. In yeah, I mean, I don't think there's, there's not much left now on Netflix. It's more HBO. No, yeah. Seems to be the main issue. Um, but obviously, this past week, the parental controls got updated in the US, bringing it in line with what we've got here in the UK for the past year. Um, generally, so far, um, the, like the feedback in on live scene on social media and in our Facebook group. Um, very positive. I mean, I think a few people make the odd little question about how it works and stuff because they've not, maybe not quite grasped how the system works because you're always going to have that. And it's like simple things like like the main account holder changes theirs, but then doesn't go into their partners and change their partners to be 18 plus. Like the, the you know, like the girlfriend or something goes and goes, why have I not got there? Oh, you, you've got to change the settings. You know, and th things like that because they maybe just assumed that Disney Plus knew you were an adult, and it's like, no, he only did it on the primary account. Um, I've barely seen any any negativity. The odd comment here and there, most, and anytime there is one, there's usually about twenty five people underneath, kind of pretty much jumping in, going parental controls. Because I think, I've, and I think there's that kind of feeling of like, well, everybody else is doing this, so why are you making such a big deal? And I, I do, I hundred percent think Disney knew what they were doing with this Marvel announcement. They did exactly what it, it slid in and they've done it with enough stuff that it didn't catch anybody's. It, the uh, Marvel excitement overrides everything that's going on. Um, you're obviously going to get some feedback in like, you know, some mums groups and stuff, but uh, most of the stuff I've been seeing, people have been generally quite, quite excited about it. Yeah. It would have been a, a much different reaction if they'd, dropped in like the walking dead or, or american horror story something like that because it'd be like why is this on disney plus and it's mature rated but no so this is daredevil he appeared in spider-man this is wilson fisk he appeared in hawkeye uh yeah it makes sense they're, they're able to get it in and like you said the positive of getting these marvel shows on there outweighed the uh the people worrying about mature content also i do appreciate that uh they the default setting for the for the other family members is um tv 14 or whatever no yeah. show no mature content so so there was never a situation of forgetting oh little timmy's uh you know account for the eight-year-old uh why is daredevil on that no it's the other way around why why is my yeah. teenager not able to see daredevil it was uh, quite funny though because there was a thing of um quite a few americans were really kind of finding it quite quite humorous seeing the Punisher next to Mickey Mouse and Clubhouse on the homepage. Um, th th that was really getting, um, <laughs> really get I mean, I, obviously by now, you know, we were kind of, we're used to it, seeing it here, what it looks like on here in the UK. But yeah, I, I think that was the, the, the shock value of like, this looks weird. <laughs> I remember saying this last year when it was like, but yeah, you kind of, it, it, it catches your eye a little bit that there's there is that it's not it, quite right. It's definitely an, an interesting experience looking at that list, and and you've got Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, Proud Family. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, looking forward to if when Hulu merges into and and now you've got Aliens next to Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or, yeah. or something like that. It there is definitely a bit of a disconnect. Yeah, your brain, it, kind of. It, it definitely has that kind of thing, like you say, of um, uh, internationally now, of course, we're just used to, you know, we, you know, here yeah. we have, we got American Horror Story above Luca, and it, it's just normal. Because um, yeah, obviously I'm on an 18, on an 18 plus 
account. So there's, there's no reason not to. But yeah, so there we go. Let's jump now and um, shift gears into um, some reviews. So we've got a, we've had a few things out this week. Um, let's first off talk about Cheaper by the Dozen. This was a new movie um, that I went in with extremely low expectations. Um, wasn't expecting a lot. The trailer didn't really sell it to me. And I watched it and I kind of went, I laughed a few bits and pieces. And I kind of got to the end of it and I'm like, this is this is a this is a this is fine. This 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 is perfect. I don't ever need to watch this ever again. It's 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 fine for what it was. And I couldn't help but feel like this movie would be so much better if they only had three kids where they could <laughs> have actually spent some time on some of these problems a little bit more. Because it's almost like with 12 quids, they were like rushing through to give every kid a little problem that would get solved within it was a bit like a TV series where it was like, right, that problem's over with moving on. And like, there wasn't really a lot of like connecting up dots other than maybe like, um, Oh, so the kids stole some stuff and then, you know, the kids getting bullied and well, we know where that's, it was a very predictable, um, and how it worked. So it's like, it, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting, but it wasn't great. Um, but, and I could definitely tell, like having watched blackish, which one of the writers, um, worked on cheaper by the dozen. There was a lot of elements of that series that I like saw in this one here. Um, for example, like talking about like the kids not playing with guns outside the house was an episode. Was I remember have that being something that was mentioned in Blackish and just that whole that issue of like you know they didn't shy away from this kind of thing. But again, it's like why did you do it for the cheaper by the dozen? We, you could have like rebranded this, trimmed it down a little bit. You know, twelve. You know, all these kids. That was my one thing. Like, this would have been so much better if we just had like the the older kid, the the the, um, the nephew, and you know, maybe just had three or four kids and had the stories instead of just twelve of them just running around, um, all just getting next to nothing in terms of screen time. Yeah, but it's one of the conundrums, of course. You know, it is cheaper by the dozen that is the source material, yeah. and if you if it's not a dozen kids, if you you have three kids, then the main premise is gone, but, but I also get what you're saying. None of the kids, except for maybe like the basketball player had any yeah. particular narrative arc. Uh, the, the cousin who came because her, his yeah. mom was in rehab, he had an arc. Um, but yeah, like the, the girl in the wheelchair, she, she had basically nothing. She appeared every once in a while. And that, that was it. This I like this. I, I did like having, I did like having the fact that she's obviously, you know, she's in a wheelchair they, they, you know, they've got a ramp. They talked about, like, you know, moving in and getting a lift. And it was just a part of the family without making any reference to the fact of how she got it, what it was wrong. And it was just normalized. And I, I really thought that was great. I the, don't turn it into a story. She is just a it's just part of life. Like, you know, if, if, if it, you know, then, and I like that aspect of not making it into a big thing. They did seem to do the, the opposite thing with the, the godson that they, that they were like, why do we need the storytelling? It's why you've, you know, that's like, yeah, because you, you put, you've squeezed something in here that you maybe you're, you, I don't know. It was a little bit like, did we need it? Did we not? It was very tricky. Um, I don't know. And again, this is why I keep saying that. Like, it would have been so much interesting. I just had like three kids, and they had all had a bit more time to set to do the story. You could have maybe done the bullying storyline, the the the, the nephew storyline, and the basketball storyline, and maybe just the other kids just didn't need to be there. Um, or we can go in the other direction. Yeah. Rather than making it a movie, uh, it would have 
it would have worked as like a 12 episode yeah. uh, TV series. Each kid gets like one episode that's primarily focused on them and the other mm. kids have like their B plot going on. That would have been fine because this does feel like a bit rushed. Like they, they want to get to each issue, but without really going into it. However, you did, you did mention like the, the normalizing thing and it mm. wasn't just that character. I, I did actually appreciate that the majority of the, the things in this movie were pretty normalized mm. there. There were conflicts, but nothing like super dramatic. No, um, no major, like if only you would talk to each other, you could just fix this kind of sitcom yeah. thing that uh, even the biggest conflict, which is of course him going off and doing the franchise thing and his wife being left to deal with the dozen by herself and getting frazzled by it. When he gets home, they actually just talk about straight, it. Straight and then, up. And and he actually listens to her too. He's like, "Oh, I I am dropping the ball, and and this is our project together, and it's really I really need you in on this." And like, "Oh, oh, they they're actually treating it like adults. Cool." It's again, see this. Um, this is probably the thing I I probably had the hardest thing to react to was the fact of him them running this breakfast restaurant and all the kids working and stuff are going, right, so we ran a family business for 20 years doing basically bacon and eggs and sausages and stuff. We didn't have time for any of the stuff that they were doing, and there was only like four of us. And it was like, yeah, you've, it's like, I think that was where I was like, I'm checking, this is this is, this is is too far to go on. They can't do that if they got a business like this. <laughs> all the rest. There, there... I, that's where I draw that. I was, like, I was like, okay, so now you've sold your, your, your source, and now you're buying like a three million pound house. Your kid um, reaches 60, so here's a brand new car, which always annoys me in TV series. Like, here's the brand new car that we got from Chevrolet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, but not just the, the banger that was in the gutter, we bought like your 300 pound banger just to, to um, wreck kind of thing. Like, no, here's the brand new car. <laughs> I, I know. It, it's, it's such a. It's an annoying cliche. Um, it's, it's just a bit like it's like, and they're like they're in this massive house, and I'm just like, really, it's like it was so much more relatable when they're all in just a normal size house. It, there was a lot of stuff, and it's like, what you're doing for you're rushing through the stories to get there. It's like, it would, like you say, it would have been better as a series. It might have played out a bit more. But it's like we just didn't need this stuff. The source would have been enough. We didn't need the the franchise. In some ways, that was, I don't know. Was, well, but that was also kind of the point, right? Was him recognizing, no, the, the, the sauce is enough. I don't need to do this franchise. And I don't need to play by corporate's rules. I, I want to keep doing this my yeah. way and the way that my wife is doing it. That that was kind of the point. Um, mm. But I also agree they spent way too long on it. And um, the, the the Barbie characters, the way they were. Well, they were like, I think, I think they were like Sweet Valley High. I think that was the last time I saw them in. It's like a, a TV series from when I was a kid or something. Yeah, but it, it was clear like the writer wanted to make certain points and he had to get the story to those points so he could make them, especially in regards to like the 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 different experience between the white kids growing up and the black kids yeah. growing up and um and how they were viewed in this gated um yeah. like community and how differently they were treated. And I was a little surprised they went and I was like, uh, wasn't expecting racial undertone. Well, yeah, overtones, yeah, I, actually. But, but I actually, I, but that made so much more sense. Oh, yeah, I oh actually, it did. I'm, it was that kind of thing. Like that, those storylines were like, that's a, that's a real problem for that family. That we will be a problem that they're going to have to come over, you know, and talking about, you know, like the issues between the mums and so I thought that was good. I, 
and that made sense with the storyline of where they were going. It was just some of the other stuff just it just didn't seem necessary. Oh no, one hundred percent. And then also, you know, having um, the kids' parents from the previous marriage for, yeah. for both sides of the family, and in particular the father um, from the wife's side of the family, and him coming in and and explaining to uh, the main character, no, you you cannot provide. Uh, the yeah. proper support for them because you have no idea what they've been through or what they will go through. And I can, and again, uh, it was an emotional conversation, but it was an adult conversation. There was yeah. no, none of this like over the top, like yelling at each other, missing the point. No, he, he's like, you know what? You're right. I, I don't know what they're going to go through. Um, and we want you part of their life, but, but don't take the kids with you. You know, yeah. you don't have to do a full custody, pull them away from this. We can work with this together. So, like, I agree with you. It's not a particularly great movie. It's not going to stick with you. You're not going to sit down and be like, oh, we should watch that again or, or make it a family tradition. But I did actually like the movie quite a bit because it 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 was very low stakes yeah. and, and very kind of zenish, just a slice of life, no big problems. And while that's not really going to put too many, you know, Tickets in theaters that this didn't go to theaters, but it, you know, yeah. in that situation, it would not have done great at the box office. But I, I, I like what yeah. they did with it. Yeah, I'm, I like that. I, I'm, I, I would totally say to everyone, watch it. Um, it's I enjoyed it. I had some problems with it. Yes, but it was the best of the three movies that I've watched this week. So that was that was a thing. The dance off went on way too long. That's yes, well, well, one of the funny things. Um, so we also had some other movies this week, so we'll talk about them. So we definitely watched Chipper Brothers. And we also had on Hulu in the United States and on Amazon everywhere else. And um, yesterday they released 20th Century Studios released Deep Water with Ben Affleck, a erotic thriller where this girl kind of did you watch it or did because I did tell you not to you, you, you did. <laughs> I, I will spoil this for you guys. He literally sent me a message like, do not watch this. This is awful. So, of course, I I watched like the first 15 minutes. I'm like, is this, is this really? And it's like, this is bad. This is so really bad. Basically, Ben Affleck's wife um, keeps going off and having affairs, but kind of rubs his nose in it and like parades him around the house. And, you know, he just sort of sits there and watches it. And for the first hour, nothing. Nothing happens. Nothing at all. It's just like watching paint dry. And then, spoiler, he starts killing the ex. He starts killing them off. And then he gets arrested and all the rest of it. And it was just like, okay, the last 15, 20 minutes, all right. But it's like, you know, like this, I think this guy had wrote and had done like failure tracks. A lot of stuff in the 80s, like this would have worked in the 80s. Nowadays, this is just, it was bland. It was so bland and dull of like, Hmm, see why um, he got sold off. <laughs> just like, yeah. like, I mean, it's been delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. Um, yeah, oh God, it was just awful. Just, it was, I was literally couldn't wait for it to be over. And um, to, to be clear, it, it's not, you know, the premise of the movie that her blatantly cheating yeah. in front of him and him being okay with, in fact, being like attracted to it isn't the problem. It, that, the problem is neither of these characters are likable no. at all, completely, which which can work. You can do a movie with unlikable characters, but no, the, the, it just did not click. No, and, and that was the thing as well. Because kind of, Ben, this is Ben acting it now. It was, he just stood there. He just, uh, it was just really, 
And I mean, yeah, it just, I don't know. It, there, there, it, it just, it, it just wasn't, just didn't really just, oh, it was just, yeah, it was just it, rubbish. It, from the bit I saw, it felt like he thought this was like a sequel to Gone Baby Gone, which is the same with him. But just he was kind really of like, good in that. <laughs> no, no, that, that's my point. That, that's my point. That he, that character worked for him because you're supposed to realize that character doesn't isn't really connected to reality. He's vacant because he mm. doesn't really feel things. Yeah. But this character feels things, and that vacant stare doesn't work. No, it, it's just it was just really awful. So I'm really glad that it got shifted over onto Amazon rather than onto, as a star because it should have been the star original. But I think it might have been a new Regency deal. How long? Because this so sometimes some of these movies are wrapped up in contracts from pre-pandemic um, because it's, they've taken that long to get out. Um, why they held on to this one, I don't know. But nevertheless, so that one's there. So don't watch, don't watch that one. And then we also had more than robots, um, a documentary on robot teams at school, which just like. Well, is, is this guy? I think about? I don't even know. <laughs> I, 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 oh, this is again, this is a problem where that it's kind of like science fair and in the, we own the room where they were following these students in this like robot thing to do with building something with Star Wars. But once Mark Hamill came off the screen, he never appeared, they never referenced Star Wars for the next hour and a bit. I'm like, well, okay, oh, it's to do with Star Wars. No, it's not. Nothing to do with Star. Where's all the Star Wars stuff yeah, like there, gone? It there were there went. were occasional pictures like with BB-8 on some of like the merchandising, and that was about it. Yeah, and I'm like, and then it was like, and then COVID hit, and everything got cancelled, and then they started making face masks. I'm like, what? Like, even this movie was like, is it red? Was it? Was it either? This either should have been like scrap the project because you haven't got um a, you haven't got it. But trying to shift or it was like because we spent way too long on the like preparing side because I think had the competition gone on as normal that probably would have been like a five ten minute segment rather than an hour. Right, because um, yeah. it ended up focusing on a semi final tournament, which was one of the last ones that was yeah. run, rather than the finals, which is probably what they wanted to. And and you can tell that they they. They felt like, oh, if we shift to COVID, we can tell this emotional story about them them shifting gears and them making masks and and face shields and just like, no, th this has nothing to do with robots, robots. or anything <laughs> at all. And then you know, of course, uh, the the guy who runs it comes on and is like, this has always been about more than robots. I'm like, no, this has literally been about robots. I yeah, and it's that kind of it's called more than robots because we've changed half yeah it's just I, honestly i i just don't bother i wouldn't bother no. and it, it it does hurt me to say that because i was really interested in this i i know people who are involved in like local level versions so this this is top tier these are the yeah. the high level national teams so i'm i'm talking about like the the small group at the local high school who are building with legos rather than like actual machined parts and things like that but they do really cool things and they're they're really build engagement for for kids who normally yeah, they're not the sports type they're not the the in crowd group and it gives them a place to be themselves but, but, but it's very but weird does that but it's oh, very they're very weird it's very weird like looking at it from an international point of view i'm just like what are, why are they getting like so like yeah it, it was just like so obsessed with like winning and like trying trying to turn it into sports and competition and it brings out the best like no it doesn't it's like what aren't you shouldn't be like concentrating on your exams or something a little bit more important than these like i like another building skills and it's important and having an after school club is it's like 
yeah, but it's an after school club. Shouldn't that be like once a week, like for an hour? And it just it just seemed like they gone went so far. Like this was again. I don't know. Is there like scholarships on hand for like who uh, win this or something? Or again, that that's because this is the top tier competition. The, the, anything where you're talking about like international competitions and things like that, it's going to be a very different view than the local level. Cause what, what you're talking about, like the, the once a week or twice a week program, that's more what I was talking about too. Yeah. You know, the, the kid will, will come to after school on Tuesday and Thursday. There'll be a mentor from like a local machine shop. They'll build their little Lego catapult or, or even like getting, a little. I remember yeah. getting like the Lego Technic. I remember my parents yeah, exactly. for Christmas and it was like a Lego set that had a controls kit and you had to mm -hmm. get the mechanic stuff. And it was like the, I loved it, but that there was nothing at school. But obviously, this is a yeah. long time ago. They, but I even I actually even went onto my local schools and my high school and stuff and the cop and even my university go to see if they were doing it in this country because <laughs> I was just like this just seems like like a little bit of it, but it's like again, it's just like American high school college stuff of kind of going. This just feels a long way away from what I think most people are doing. Right. And that that's kind of the point, though. You know, you, you want to do documentaries about stuff that people don't know about. You want people to be to become aware of things like this. Um, and and, you know, it's not just America. They had like the Brazilian team. They had the Japanese team and things like that. But the focus really was the, the American mm. team. Um, but that was, I think, the real problem with it is you want people who don't know about these robot competitions or who maybe only know about like battle bots on mm. from back in the that's day. What I, wanted. I wanted some fights. <laughs> right. You know, that that's what people associate with these robot competitions is like the two robots enter one robot leaves kind of thing. Right. Um, so the documentary should really be explaining what the actual competitions are and, mm. and what the real local robot club kind of things do. And it doesn't do that at all. Uh, it, it presents as we, we give you a challenge. You build a big, like Johnny Five robot to to meet the challenge, and 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 now that's what you think these are. But honestly, more often than not, you know, the the accomplishment for most of the kids doing these clubs is simply getting the robot to move forward, turn forty five degrees, and and go forward again. And that's like the huge accomplishment that a lot of the kids have. So it's worlds of difference between well, yeah because i mean i even went i went on to like the first um website and just to like to read up on this after i watched it because it was just like it, I went, it wasn't really making a lot of sense because it was just it just seemed quite like i was like what is this just does it, it was a bit of those kind of weird thing like, i don't know if this was lost in translation across the pond but it was very much like no, it, it's um, this again. The, the story lost its like it, it just was waffling in the middle of like we've got to get to 90 minutes and so we're going to use all the B row footage that we might have used. It's like this either needed to be canned or restart when the next year's tournament started and delay it two years because the kids are all probably finished uni by the time this one she's finished because it's taking so long to get through. I mean, they even talked about it at the end. A lot of the kids were like, I never got to go to the finals and now I'm graduating, so I'm done. You know, that that was part of the thing. Um, now, what's interesting to me, though, of course, is this, the foundation they followed is first, of course, which is the yeah. the, the big one, but I use that in quotes. Um, it was founded by the guy who created the Segway, right? I think they mentioned that in the, in the yeah. thing. And that, I think, actually makes it make more sense because the guy who invented the Segway is really good at creating technology and building interest in technology. Cause you remember when, when Segway was like 
getting hyped up is like the greatest thing of all time. It will be. And then, yeah. And then you, you actually get the segue and it's like, yeah, it's cool technology, but you will not look cool on it. Right. There, there is virtually no way to look cool on a segue. Uh, Sorry, all the mall mall cops who are watching this, who are riding segues, but that's his thing. He's very good at technology and he's very bad at making it cool. And you got that from this as well, where he's like, yeah, we're going to make it like American sports. There's going to be cheerleaders and mascots. I'm like, this is the cringiest thing you possibly could have done for the robots. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I, I was up in, because I was up obviously in London for the Moonlight premiere and I was sat in this coffee shop in a window just looking out and doing some work and stuff while I was waiting for it to start. And just electric scooters, they, they, they like push along scooters, but electric versions, thousands of them. It's like that's what's taken on. That's become the you know because I know there's, the, we're getting some issues now of like we've become legal and stuff. And there's a whole park full of them popped up, and it's like like you say like the Segway. The Segway didn't take off, whereas people are jumping on these like portable scooters and the signs everywhere on the on the tube like you can't use them and stuff. But like you say, it's like a technology that's kind of blown up, and it just reminded me of, of like that how different. But again, this whole robot first thing. I mean. It does a lot of PR spin and they're like really pushing what this thing is. And, you know, I mean, even like I was just looking at the website there, it's going like, you know, more than robots. Well, we're more than robotics. And it's like, it just feels like buzzwords of a, of a charity. I don't know. It just, it's just, and then just like watching it going, really, this was just way pointless. It was just pointless because it told, it, it didn't have, like you say, it didn't have an ending and it didn't have a middle. It was just to be start. We had to start and then it stopped. And they're like, well, they're just, well, we're just, they just used way too much B row of just like, what? We don't care about spending too much time on these kids that there was no ending of. And I don't know. It's just a very, just a very disappointing <laughs> documentary. I'm sorry, the way you phrased that is the ending of the kids. They're just, like, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. we're just going to cut them down when this is done. We couldn't kill the battle bots. So the kids are going to go just, out and do they that. Didn't, nothing happened. That was the problem. It just like, yeah, COVID. Yeah, but it's like that's not enough of a like. Oh, then we all shifted over and started making robots to do deliveries. What? It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. There, there's like a historical. Like, you all about like, walking but... alongside it with a remote control to get it to like. Well, we're not touching it. It's nice and healthy. So like, just pick the bag up and take it to the woman's house. It'd be quicker. <laughs> there's that aspect to it as well. But I, I think what it boils down to is. This documentary just never had a voice. It, it didn't know what it wanted to, to tell. Is it talking about the kids? Is it talking about the robots? Is it talking about COVID? Is it talking about um, the first foundation? It, and it, it touched on everything, but it never like focused in on anything. So by the end of it, you're just like, I watched an hour and a half of nothing. people talking about different things, and I learned almost nothing from it. You know, at well, the, the fact the I had to go onto the website afterwards to try and work out what was going on mm-hmm. because it's like, well, what is it's like? like I said the, the in the events just look like you said cringy, um, and, I, and it's like that kind of thing. Like, is it just me like looking at this like old old man going, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and it was just like, no. And then like the international side as well, was just going, man, they've tried like like look at like cheerleaders coming out for robot pick teams yeah. and, and like well, you know battle of the geeks and nerds and just like. <laughs> What are they doing? I don't know. It just, it just felt really weird. But that's why I, I liked uh, specifically the Japanese one mm. towards the end. Because rather than having like all the cheerleaders and we've got, we've got to work on our mascot, they they had the benefactor, the person who funded their club. 
and they did a demonstration for him and they did a demonstration for you know various people who'd help parents and, and stuff like that and that was really the extent of it they didn't like go over the top with explosives and even there they're like well it's not working the way we want but the parents um probably for the camera less than actuality were very supportive and and more like well you you did a really good job it it didn't get to where you wanted to but look at how much you did accomplish and i think that's a, that was I a much mean, better yeah. that was a much it's also better it's also as well i think that difference of like you say trying to turn it into like if we're going to turn this into like sports and trying to bring all the sports aspect to it and, it, and it's like yeah, and it's like even like forcing the teams to team up together, and it was just like, oh, this feels so. Like, why? They, well, that's the thing is the why. You know, they they never really explain the sport. They give you the the basic premise. You need to shoot the balls through these hoops, and you need to to balance on this wire, and then like, okay, well, this team scored two hundred and fifty points. I'm like, did they? I don't know. How did we didn't they see get, it? We didn't even see it. it. We didn't see it. Oh, and, and we're like, oh, this team would be the really good one to team up with. Like, why? What, what what was special about them versus the other teams? What led your decision-making process? And it goes into none of that. Absolutely no. none of it. Like I said, a very disappointing um, documentary. Just didn't just didn't really. It kind of it was like the thing of like, you got the, the brief when they started, they couldn't finish, and they tried to find it in the editing suite. And that's what it feels like. And then we did some Zoom calls at the end just to kind of try and get a closure and that's what it feels like and it yeah it, they would have been better off to i've in some ways scrap the scrap this project and start again on this season this year's season when it started up again or next year when um they can do a, a pro, uh, an event properly because again it feels like it was being changed in the editing room yeah and and it disappoints me because i really did want to like this and i I do want people to be more aware of what, like, at least in the States, your your local high schools, your local college, not all of them, but at least one in your region is probably doing something like this. And they're doing cool things. They're not doing these, they're, no. but they're doing cool things and they're getting engagement from kids, which is ultimately what you really need them to do. I also feel like there, might, there must have been something much bigger because Lucasfilm were involved in this documentary. Mm -hmm. um, it, like I said, the Star Wars stuff just, like... Fan it, and I think that was like okay. And I was like, okay, I can see there's something going on here. With you know, we're gonna get this, and it's like, you guys haven't. It's like been like no mention of Star Wars for a while. It's like you, like you can't bring on Mark Hamill and hype up this whole event. And you, like, well, what's the challenge? He's got to throw a ball in there. I don't remember that from the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's 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 him doing the trench run, and he's got to get the torpedo into the two meter. Oh right, I and mean, that yeah, well, they, I'm I making this up. Yeah, yeah. making this up because the movie doesn't tell us. <laughs> it's like, like the, 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 the robot has to climb. Why? Yeah, I, I didn't get that one. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I get it from a technical perspective. It's got to climb up onto this like, like hanger and then balance itself so that it's not on the ground. From a technical perspective, yeah, I get that. That's a really difficult thing to do. But narratively, you're like, how does what does this have to do with Star Wars at all? Nothing. No. No, no idea. Well, there we go. So that was this week's uh, movies. It was a bit of a, a bit of an odd one. So next week, I'm trying to think what we've got next week. We've got well, our... well we still have um, the dropout is continuing on. We yes. we keep pushing it back because there's more and more things to talk about. Well, I think I, I'm kind of at a point because I think the, the series ends the beginning of April because I haven't watched this week's episode because I, I was up in London, um, but I was very much like. Um, 
it feels like the show that you kind of want to get to the end because we need um to sort of be able to talk about it like properly at which point moon knight is going to be kind of underway right. um, um and but yeah that, that's also kind of what i was talking about last week it's like it feels like the end but we still got four more episodes to go and then there's this week's episode where you're like oh i i won't spoil it for you since i know you haven't seen it yet but it's like oh you've really set up the house of cards now and it is going to be very dramatic when when it falls yeah. um and i think we've probably i'm guessing we probably have two episodes before the house really starts to fall but mm. next week's episode is probably where all the cracks start to to appear and the house starts to wobble quite a bit it is really good guys we will at some point do a proper review of it but if you've got Hulu or if you're yeah. international star, this is a really good series. It's it, honestly, this is if you're only going to watch one thing, watch Dropout. It's it's fantastic. Stephen Fry is amazing in it. Um, I I I'm grips. I'm literally it's like uh, it's like last night we were like there with like my wife is still. I'm, I can't wait till tomorrow to watch it and catch up, and then we'll be next week. We'll be online with it. Um, so this coming week, um, in terms of originals, we've got Parallels, which is a French original, and then we have got the Olivia Rodrigo. Driving Home to You premiere music special on Friday, along with the wonderful spring of Mickey Mouse. So there's a couple of things next week. Um, uh, Olivia, that's the that's the girl from um, High School, High School musical, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that that one that one should be interesting. So I, I will be watching that one. Um, there will be a review up um, at the beginning. We haven't watched it yet, but um, I will be watching that one. Um, Parallels. Yes, um, that's uh, that's in French with subtitles, right? It is subtitles. I did start watching it, but it was in subtitles, and then I kind of didn't kind of carry on. My dogs were going <laughs> mental in the first scene because there was this dog that suddenly it's a time warp and it went back to being a puppy. The dogs were going bonkers, and it was subtitled, and I was just like, "Nope, <laughs> this is the end of this. I was just like, no, nope, we're out. This is this is not going to work." <laughs> well. Uh, not having dogs myself, I, I will give that a try. We'll talk about yeah. it next week. I, I, will be like, so I'm, I probably won't be carrying on because I, I, this is a thing with subtitle ones, and I said it with Snowdrop. Of, I don't have if I'm going to watch a, a like a series like this. This is something, especially when it's an international show. I, I, this is a second screen kind of show where I'm, I'm I, I can't, I kind of think I just don't have the time to commit six hours or three to six hours to a show and sit there reading every because it's, it's like uh, yeah, it's just not how I want to enjoy it and it's dubbed, dubbed I'd put it on, I'd, if it was dubbed I'd have just left it on and I'd have left it on all day but subtitles are just like I just, I just don't have, I don't have the, you have to be really interested in a series and want to watch it to do subtitles, it's one thing even for even just for a movie it's hard enough, let alone a series I, it depends on the thing. I, I watch a lot of subtitled stuff, so I'm, I'm pretty much used to it. Um, the question I had, is this like Snowdrop in that they dropped the entire series all at once, yes. or are we getting one episode? Uh, so no, all the whole season is all dropping at once, so you get the whole lot on Wednesday. Um, well, so we'll if probably, you want to watch it, carry on. Yeah. I'll probably I'll, only I'll give you my review. The first five minutes, the dogs hated it. <laughs> that That is definitely a, uh, a review. <laughs> Uh, my view was like, oh, and my view was like, no, it's like my, I'm like, I've got GCSE in French. I can find my way to the station, order my food, and get around Disneyland Paris. That's that's pretty much. If I can't, that's the only time I've used my French was at Disneyland Paris on multiple occasions, and that's that's about as much as I need to. Like ordering food and finding out your hotel and the question, yeah. So it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, I. 
I know like three phrases in French. I can count to ten. <laughs> that that that's my that's my French. Yes. So I'm not on that demonstrate not, it. On, on, that, <laughs> on that bombshell. Au revoir. <laughs> Au revoir. On that guy. See you guys. And oh yeah, just forgot I forgot before we head off. I just want to say a big hello and thank you to all of our patrons and YouTube channel members. I was supposed to do that before the reviews. So big thank you to Ben. Um, we've also got Adam, Diona, Raphael, Jay Blue, Dana, Ricky, Dave, Mamad. We've also got my VCR still works, Bina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. And also a huge thank you as well to our patrons, including um, Daniel, Elliot, Aero, Caleb, Red Marsman, Cody, uh, Jacob, Darren, Lauren, and also big thank you to Andrew, the Juice, and Sarah. And there'll be another live Q&A this coming Sunday. Um, again, time difference a little bit because of the U uh, the US time difference is a bit different at the minute due to time savings. But on that note, guys, thank you very much for all of your support. Thank you very much for listening. And we shall see you guys soon. Laters. Death to daylight savings time. Oh yeah, I think, I think you are trying to get rid of it. But nevertheless, we might be. We might be. Yeah. I'm Laters. Later, guys. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.